0: The Stephen Shields Radio Show. Hello, wisdom. I'm back. I'm back. Here on the Stephen Shields Radio Show. Yay! How is everyone going on this lovely Wednesday
1: 31st of august 2022 at eight twenty 20 in a.m in the morning ah. feel really great on uh, my uh morning coffee as well and uh hope everyone is fantastic well today as well at staying true to themselves and uh you know working hard on achieving manifestation and success in life is very important is staying true to your whole brand let me know where you're tuning in from uh let me know what you've been up to in your life as well and uh you know yeah let's see what's happening and let's see what you're working on it's uh, I've just hit 350 YouTube videos I'm very happy as well um, I'm
0: always looking forward to success on YouTube and uh,
1: and living the best life that I can. Well, hey, congratulations on your 300 videos.
2: You said 350 to be specific, right?
0: Yeah, 350.
2: Well, congratulations, my friend. I'm glad to see you making new milestones in your growth.
0: Thanks, man. How you been?
2: oh well i've been around town i've been busy preoccupied and constantly working and just a tad bit of stress you know you gotta have a little stress in there um <laughs> other than that um i've been still acclimating to, to to the moving situation with regards to me moving from ohio to california so it's been it's been quite interesting to say the least but other than that though i've been um pretty pretty preoccupied, Um, and it's actually very seldom that I get a chance to come on the stage and speak, so uh, I appreciate you having me.
0: So you're moving to California, are you?
2: Well, I already moved about a few months ago, but um, I'm still in the uh, complete adjustment process as far as um, the environment that I'm living in is concerned.
0: How are you finding California in in this... Uh, world of inflation (laughs) well honestly I
2: I truly wish that I moved a lot sooner so I could adjust to the economy prior to inflation but you know you can't go back Mm. in the past but um, in the world of inflation inflation is tampering down now um, and deflation is slowing but, uh, they've gotten a hold of gas prices. Um, and since I've moved here, they have gone down steadily because I came out here and they were like six something six dollars and some change, and now it's down to like four dollars and eighty is the cheapest that I've seen.. Um, Mm. which is reassuring, but still is pretty high for, st- for my standards based off of where I once used to live. You know, I, mo- I moved from somewhere where gas prices were like $2.39 and to see like prices like this, it's a bit sh- it's a bit different. I wouldn't say shocking, but it's a bit different. So it's d- it's an adjustment process to say the least. But, um, you know, domestic GDP, gro- uh, gross domestic product, has been going higher and retail stores have unfortunately been suffering at the expense of consumers not spending as much as they once used to spend anymore and it's very prominent in states like california where the cost of living is higher in hawaii where the cost of living is higher in new york especially where the cost of living is higher and you're better off living in a midwestern state um, or in Mexico at this rate, if you want to get a bang for your buck when it comes to purchasing um, consumer retail products.
0: Yeah, the cost of living is very high in Australia, Sydney, Australia as well. The rent, rental market is just ridiculous.
2: Yeah, um, so as far as rental market is concerned, um, in the United States, I don't know if it's hit you guys just yet, but I imagine that it will. Uh, The housing market has finally reached a recession, so now Mm -hmm. when you have the housing market in an area where people, it's it's, it's slowing. Like you have inventories rising, you have people trying to get the houses that they're trying to sell off their hands, but now they're not getting a value for it because no one is buying and the houses are sitting in the market for a longer period of time than they should. You have that mixed Mm -hmm. in with the sentiment. Of consumers not wanting to buy houses because of how ridiculously priced uh, you have either rent or leases being priced in at. And in addition to the fact that you have a lot of foreclosures happening right now in the market, you have a lot of people that are defaulting on their loans, and you have people that can't honestly um, fathom the, the amount of utilities. Being uh, being factored in uh, into rent because uh, the cost of utilities are increasing as well where you have energy prices soaring as well Um, The UK actually is going through an energy crisis right now in addition to uh, the surrounding um, Countries, so it's very interesting to see how consumers are reacting to the housing market the rent market uh, and the leasing market and it, the consumer is not responding well, <laughs> to say the least. But I think that in about maybe year, no, two years, it could, re- it, it should be able to recover. But there isn't pri- uh, stable price action right now. And nobody's in the market for another property. So people are better off just staying and waiting until the dust settles.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. But
2: how does inflation stop? How does inflation stop? Yeah. Well, I don't think inflation ever stops. It just slows down. Um, You can have price price stabilization through Mm -hmm. the markets, uh, retailing markets. Like, for instance, if stores continue to build up uh, in inventory that is not being sold after a long period of time, a prolonged period of time, then eventually they're going to start marking down their items. So they're going to They're going to start marking down their items, and in hopes to get rid of inventory that is taking too long to get sold. So then, eventually, other retailers are going to start following suit with getting rid of their inventory by marking it down either online, which they might take advantage of on uh, occasions like Black Friday, uh, holiday seasons. You're going to have bigger retailers having way more product than they need. So then they're gonna probably not order as much as they need off of their trucks or through warehouses. And now it's gonna be a little stagnant because if you, let's say you buy a certain, as a retailer, you buy a certain product that at one point used to sell crazy. And now that it's not Mm -hmm. selling as much as it once used to, you're ordering less of that product. So when you order less of that product and people are buying less of that product, you have just enough demand. You you have just enough product to meet demand. But if demand starts to Mm -hmm. pick up, and you still have insufficient quantities of that product, then it starts to cause a constraint in terms of distribution of that specific product. Because now as demand increases and your inventory is not as uh, as sufficient as it should be, you're grappling with insufficient um, inventory. So now you have to mm. catch up the pace. And it's here or there. It's, it's, it's honestly hit or miss with these bigger retailers. Target has, reported a lot less on earnings because they haven't been making as much same thing as Walmart same thing as Best Buy a lot of retailers have been reporting poor earnings or poor quarterly statements because retail retail interest is just not there as it much once used to be Um, online is not um, Amazon has actually reported not really good earnings and Apple you should suspect that they're not reporting really good earnings as well because the average consumer is going to try to hold on to their phone for as long as the average rate right now being three years um mm. people are going to try to hold on to their phones as long as they can and all apple will do is try to mark down their phones newer products that they release uh at the expense of trying to appeal to a demographic of consumers that cannot afford mm. a fifteen hundred dollar phone who can afford a fifteen hundred dollar phone and even if you can't afford a fifteen hundred dollar phone why would you spend fifteen hundred dollars on a phone
0: yeah well that's where a phone plan comes in you know i'm on a phone plan at at the moment but uh, there's talks about apple doing uh plans on laptops on their macs you know yeah i mean like a phone bill
2: well yes they have what's called their apple card so apple card is basically a way in which um consumers can either finance apple products through apple Mm. Uh, utilizing that card and/or financing anything else other than Apple products using their services, because the way it works is, Apple uses a bank, and Apple uses that bank to leverage any consumer's interest in their products. So when you're leveraging other people's finances at the expense of gaining potential interest in your product as a company. Now you're leveraging the bank's money and you're leveraging your products. So now you're keeping people involved and sucked into that ecosystem of consumer um just consumer interest keeping consumer interest which is why nowadays if you try to trade in a a, an older iphone or this this actually is all around to a lot of retailers if you try to trade in something to a retailer they're going to give you a gift card for that specific store so that way you can only purchase merchandise from them and not try to use it as a means of cash for other purchases Mm -hmm. for other things outside of that store best buy does that you have Target that does that. You have Kohl's that does that. A lot of American retailers, and I only imagine foreign retailers do the exact same thing because it's a way to keep consumers sucked into that ecosystem of buying their product. And Apple is very prominent with doing that now that they have that Apple card that allows people to finance Apple products like MacBooks uh, and any other Apple uh, products through their ecosystem. And it becomes mm. much more convenient for consumers that are looking to not buy a price a uh, product for a full price up front. Now, it is a decent way to do things, but I personally don't recommend taking out debt in order to buy certain things unless you're absolutely certain that you can pay it off. Like my parents always yeah. told me, don't write a check that you can't cash.
0: Yeah, that's, uh, that's what's going on. I mean uh... – all through history like i've been listening to the great courses plus about inflation goes around before me and you were born
2: this is very yes this is very true i mean inflation has been around since the great depression i mean uh, it's been around since the stock market collapsed in 1929 it's just it's just it's a it's a it's a fundamental variable of price increase over a prolonged period of time. And the issue continues to exacerbate as we continue to pump money into the American economy with things like student loan debt forgiveness, with things like uh tamping down on inflation with rising the Fed funds rate by 0. 0.75 basis points trying to tamp in on inflation. No, they're they're just trying to reduce the amount of liquidity into the economy, which still is exacerbating the issue. Hmm yeah, it's quite a mess. It's really interesting. Consumers are not reacting uh, the way that the Federal Reserve would initially imagine.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, that's the world we live in, in today. you know. Um, this is very true. I mean,
2: how can we pivot in an economy where you have the cost of living rising in literally every state? How can you expect people to thrive? when the things that they normally purchase on a daily basis are now starting to be worth at least 0.25% more. Like it's Mm. becoming unconscionably difficult to try to maintain or sustain, I guess a, a healthy, healthy living. If the things that you normally buy are now starting to drain your pockets a lot faster.
0: Oh God. Yeah. Like, um, I noticed, too, like uh, doctors here are putting up their consultation fees as well. And health care is going up in price in Australia. Not as overpriced as the US, but I've noticed that they're putting it up.
2: How does that make you feel?
0: Uh, a bit annoyed because uh, one week you might pay, uh, say, 160. I know that's quite cheap to what you would pay. And then that's... As specialists say, oh, we're putting it up to 300 for a consultation.
2: Are you referring to uh, insurance policies, health insurance policies?
0: No, nah, just uh, consultation fees.
2: Consultation fees? like, So you mean to tell me your co-pays are about
0: $160? Uh, roughly, yeah.
2: Okay, that's a no, lot. No, but th-
0: this... Uh, this is Australia, by the way. This is private. If you, uh, this is not not paid by the government like Medicare. Um, this is private. But I've noticed too, healthcare is going up in price.
2: Oh, without a doubt. The question know, is: is how do you how do you make it work, and how do you hedge against inflation? Is the question that everyone's trying to figure out. As you have multi-millionaires or even people that have already done their work in their time in life and are now on the brink of retirement how is it that the consumer can hedge against the rise in the cost of living while also maintaining a sustainable self-sustained life at the expense of preserving longevity of the money that you've earned over a period of time through your work so Mm -hmm. i think the ultimate question that people should be asking now is where can i put my money how can i make sure that my money is safe and what's going to be booming once the world starts to get back into uh get back together and i have the perfect perfect hedge against that which in this case would be commodities commodities like Mm -hmm. oil despite its ubiquity still has room to expand and grow as you have the scarcity of certain commodities like like fuel or uh, produced oil, that's despite its lower price, is still creating uh, sustained energy. Uh, you have energy, the the, the the whole energy sector, which will eventually boom in about maybe fifteen. I mean, I'd say once this recession is near its end, which typically recessions last about a decent year, maybe two and a half, maybe year and a half to two. Um, but this is a re- unfortunately this is a recession unlike any other that's the problem because it's not only a domestic recession it's not a recession that's only impacting the american economy it's a recession that's impacting the chinese economy it's a recession that's impacting the south african economy it's a recession that's impacting the canadian economy and the australian economy like everybody's literally mm-hmm. suffering so now you're we're literally on the brink of a global recession which could impact the whole market and inflow and outflow of uh, distributed goods and then I'll, that'll affect the tariffs and how resources are distributed amongst certain countries and when you have the scarcity of certain products because of the impending climate change issue now you have price you have prices going up for certain resources it's it's honestly, extremely difficult to try to grapple with what's going on. But if there's anything that is sure is that when the market if and no, while well, uh, let me be optimistic when the market starts to recover, the housing market starts to recover, the car market starts to recover and eventually the retailer market starts to recover, you can start to see signs of growth in the employment sector. Um, the employment sector, more specifically, retailers. You can expect uh, better th- better earnings over a two-year or maybe four-three-quarter period. So you can expect that if you do start to reinvest, you can reinvest into tech. You can reinvest into energy, you can reinvest into assets like gold perhaps, or even crypto. Crypto's even doing bad right now. Like nobody's mm. winning right now in the market,
0: <laughs> it's,
2: it's kind of scary.
0: Yeah, there's tips for inflation yes. too, like cutting back from Spotify and Netflix. Like I found, I, I resubscribed to Audible, like I'd rather invest in my education instead of entertainment and i found i can live without disney plus and spotify and all that music streaming and i you know because when i used it I, I really didn't appreciate it actually even you know, i'm a musician
2: interesting so you found yourself cutting back on the re- uh, on the uh on the leisurely expenses that you once used to partake in such as uh netflix and other entertainment platforms yeah or internet-based subscription platforms however you name it but yeah i think that's happening a lot so the some consumers are starting to cut back on their leisurely expenses at the expense of trying to uh preserve preserve their resources their financial resources you have people that are canceling trips people that are canceling plane tickets or cutting back on leisurely costs and starting to take into uh, account or in their own volition their own uh, capabilities to do things to save money that they don't have to spend. So now you have people being more frugal with their finances, essentially.
0: Mm, exactly. You yeah. have people
2: that used to once go to Target and places like Coles, and the p- places like Walmart to shop some clothes, now starting to go thrifting. I actually ra- read a rather interesting article. Um, I, I forgot what the publication source was. And they're saying that thrifting is on the rise. So. Shopping at cheap at steep uh, at cheaper stores, where they uh, where they basically produce uh, cheaper consumer product, is becoming more prominent in the United States. And when you have thrift shops that have clothes for dirt cheap, you have you are going to have an increasing demographic of consumers that will be more likely to shop for a certain
0: product. There's nothing wrong with that because I'll be on it. If you buy a pair a Nike shirt, it's all made in China, just with a Nike logo on it, and
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: and it's just a ripoff. And like I I've been the same. I uh, I went to Kmart. I brought a pair of just gym shoes for fifteen dollars, and they're so comfortable and they do the job. Like yeah, I don't man. want to pay a hundred bucks for a pair of Adidas or Nikes. I'm fed up.
2: Oh, yeah, man. I'm thrifting out here, too. Tell, Let me tell you. I went to to, to Walmart the other day. No, this is how I'm lying. I went the other week or so, and I got me a pair of knockoff Crocs from, from Walmart because, you know, like, I'm not... Here's the thing about me. I'm a minimalist. I don't really care that much for, like, designer this, designer that. I don't need to have mm. brands. I don't really care that much for brands. As long as I can wear it, and it's fashionable, or at least I like it, and I'm comfortable in it. Then I don't mind. So I decided to give me some knockoff um, Crocs, as they say, and I I'm more than content with it because I needed it because I was on the beach and uh, I needed some shoes to be walking in the beach with. So I do not discourage anyone for wanting to shop uh, anywhere that they can get a bang for the buck for something that they can utilize on a daily basis. That's that's useful for them. So yeah, I encourage that. You know, I never look down on that. I don't care where you buy your stuff
0: of course not it's like um yeah it's it's uh you know like i think in beverly hills that you can buy a pair of nike shoes for like twenty thousand dollars or something like that
2: yeah the price does not justify the quality of the product
0: well why would you pay twenty twenty thousand dollars just for a pair of nikes like
2: You wouldn't, and I would hope you wouldn't, but people do. There is a market for that because people are willing to waste their money on things that uh, are of material value to them because some people are more, some people just are more materialistic than others.
0: Like a pair of original Michael Jordans, how much would they go in the market? Oh, thousands of dollars.
2: Couldn't tell you. Yeah, sounds about
0: right. It's like if someone was to buy Tiger Woods' uh, old, you know, original golf clubs, that'd be, oh, a lot of money.
2: Yeah, and we're speaking off of our wallets based off of what their wallets could be. And if they want to purchase these products or these items that to them hold sentimental value, then, hey, by all means, go ahead. Um, you're not going to see me going to an auction and, and spending ridiculous amounts of money on, a, on, a, on an item. But that's just me, though, because I, I I honestly think that it just the way my mind works is if I'm gonna use my use a large sum of my, sum of money for a certain expense, then that expense to me has to be an investment either in myself or into something that I'm doing, and that's just the way that I see the research, the money that I use. Now it's something it's a, it's a mindset that I believe is an, uh, is adopted or it can be disciplined to have. Um, because at one point, I used to waste my money, r- waste my money on just about anything and everything. Like I would go to the mall and spend like five thousand dollars just cause just cause, dude, it was it was bad. I was bad. <laughs> so, after coming to the realization, harsh realization of understanding what the true value of money is and and the things that I have in my life, had to really ask myself, is this transaction really worth it? And is it gonna ben- mm-hmm. benefit me in the long run? Am I do I really need this or do I want this? And I think that's a question consumers, are starting to ask themselves more commonly now is when making a purchase, is it a purchase that they need or is it something that they want? So mm. when you start to ask yourself that question, like I would ask myself that question, I really it really helps me make a more sound decision at the expense of making a purchase, whether either on impulse or, or not on impulse. So I think it gives uh, consumers a sense of clarity when making a purchase, but to each their own when it comes to that kind of thing. That's just the way my my mind is now. Because like I don't like to, especially in this climate, in this inflationary climate, I don't really see the need to to buy things that are not within the the parameter of my liking. So like if it's not necess- if it's not a necessary purchase, and I don't really need it, then I'm not going to waste my money for it. Like I I can live without Netflix. I can I can live without Hulu. I can live without. All of these internet-based subscription platforms, like, I it just doesn't appeal to me. But to others, it's like a necess- its a necessity. Like, I have a friend. He's like, I need to have my Netflix. I can't go without it. I'm like, dude, their library is oversaturated. I get on yeah. him all the time.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, like, I found Audible's being great for me listening to audio books. That's helped me. Um, yeah
1: hey and if
2: it works for you dude it works for you if that's what brings you a sense of contentment that that i'm glad because i i i do not discourage anyone for using audible i actually use audible myself i just um about two no three weeks ago finished this book on real estate and 11 real estate and i can i can send it to you i believe now since we have messages um it's a really good read it's actually a free book too um it's really interesting it gives you just the basics and understanding the principles uh, and fundamentals behind real estate. I don't know if that's your your niche, uh, but if not, it is I my think. niche.
0: But uh, I don't have the money for real estate. I've uh, been interested in it, but when you're starting a company in the beginning with nothing, it's uh, very very difficult. Like like I said, I use these investing apps and you're only investing five dollars into Bitcoin. I mean that's a start, but. Long, yeah man to uh, yeah, start. S- s- send me that book on real estate if it's free and I'll I'll have a listen. I'm listening to uh uh the Great Forces about the CIA.
2: The Great Forces, you said? Am I hearing the you forces. Oh
0: great,
2: great, courses. great
0: Courses Plus about the CIA in well in the Cold War.
2: Oh, so does that book speak on the involvement of or their involvement during the Cold War?
0: Yeah, Harry Truman and all that. And I'm reading a book called Pine Gap. Uh, It's a military base in Australia. It's NSA. I picked it up in my local library, actually. I was like, oh, this looks good. I'll have a read about it.
2: It sounds compelling.
0: Hmm. Did you know that there's a a military base in, in the middle of Alice Springs in Australia called Pine Gap?
2: So this is a military base? Is this a U.S. military base?
0: Yeah. This hmm. was around, oh, way before I was born. and uh, Yeah, the Australian government knew about it. Gough Whitlam tried to close it, but they voted him out. But it's in, that's where the NSA were spying on the Russians during the Cold War. Very interesting.
2: It's an active base too?
0: Yeah. In the middle of like literally, Pine Gap. It's in the middle of nowhere. In in like, (laughs) right in the middle of Australia, literally in the desert. Yeah, look it up if you got a got a chance.
2: Yep, I'm gonna look at. (laughs) Really interesting. Wow, that's it's a smaller base.
0: Yeah, but there's like a lot of underground tunnels and all that. It's secret. You can't if you trespass. Yeah, it's like Area 51.
2: And if you get caught trespassing, the ramifications, I can only imagine, are probably not good.
0: Mm. Area 51's an interesting uh, US base. Um, Everything's so secret.
2: Yeah, I've heard that, and these are theories that I've heard from other people, that Mm. the Area 51 base is the base that they only want us to know about. And that there are other hidden bases. Um,
0: Oh, yeah. There's hidden bases in Utah. Literally, like, in the mountains. Underground bases that go right underground. It's like they've got a whole underground bunker. It's crazy.
2: (laughs) I know, right? Yeah. It that, that goes to show, man. What we think we know, we don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, look up Pine Gap when you get a chance.
2: Yeah, I'm actually going to look at it. Uh, I looked it up right now. It's a re- relatively small base, but it seems like it's, it's underground. It says, I'm looking at an article. It says, the, this, the U.S. spy hub in the heart of Australia. From a base known as Pine Gap, mm. the NSA has been locating and monitoring cell phone users thousands of miles away. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. You just gave me a read, my friend.
0: Yeah, check it out. You know, when you when you walk into the library, you just look at a book that speaks to you. It's like, yeah, I'm gonna give it a read. You know.
2: Yeah, I get that. Plus, it's entertaining content too, so I might even go on a go on a little research bend and uh, see exactly what I uncover, and then I'll come back to you about that. I do apologize though that in the interest of time, we really haven't discussed the the prime the premise of your talk today, which was cancel culture explained
0: yeah come back on stage if you want cool cool I cool, cool. i I'll,
2: I'll I'll actually be back in about five minutes
0: sure I'll be waiting
2: all right cool um so I'll talk to you shortly
0: okay, okay. all right yeah so cancel culture uh, i I feel cancel culture guys is just crazy and and like No one gets given a freedom of speech and cancel culture these days, which is just stupid, you know. Alright, I'll give you a weather report right now in Sydney, Australia. 15.4 degrees Celsius, feels like 15.3 degrees Celsius, minimum of 7 degrees, top of 21 degrees Celsius, 0 to 1 millimetre rain with a possible shower. Oh God, no, I'm fed up. Uh, calm zero kilometers an hour of wind, zero kilometers an hour of gust 67% humidity, zero millimeter rain since 9 a.m. yesterday, 75% high chance of no rain, 50% medium chance of no rain, 25% low chance at least one millimeter of rain. Sydney area in Sydney, Australia, partly cloudy, uh, medium 40% chance of showers most likely in the late morning and afternoon light winds becoming southeasterly 15 to 20 kilometers an hour in the middle of the day then becoming light in the evening the sunrise today was 6:19 a.m uh sunset will be 5:39 p.m sunset waxing crescent moon phase first quarter moon on the fourth of september is the next moon phase uh UV index is for moderate 950 a.m. to 2 p.m. sun protection is recommended for y'all gotta wear that sun green
1: Very <laughs> important to wear dun Yeah, but uh you know cancel culture for me. Uh it's it's I don't know, I like I'm to the point where uh, I'm literally just fed up of cancel culture. Literally, I'm 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 over it. I'm fed up. You know, it's uh made life hard for small businesses out there. You know, it's been very difficult for me. Okay. It's things like dating sites as well that I've used. And I feel that, uh, I don't know,
0: you know, when you're using the dating apps like eHarmony, Bumble, Babel. I don't know why it's so complicated just to get noticed. I mean, on Zeus and all that stuff. It's like, there's no guarantee that they're going to find you a partner,
1: and like, it's just all become a business these days, you know? And I feel that, uh, it's just stupid. It really is stupid, you know? That uh, relationships now has just become a business. Like, what the hell's going on? You know? And I, I, I really am. Like, I'm fed up. But
0: where is the decency, honesty, integrity, and loyalty these days? You know?
1: It's just really weird cancer culture. Yeah, here you go, dude.
2: I believe what you're describing is transactional relationships as opposed to cancel culture where if someone says something on an online media space, someone easily gets offended and tries to quote unquote cancel that individual Mm. for them speaking their own truth. Yeah, some of the algorithms, but to, to to briefly derail that topic for just a brief second, and then we'll touch back on that. On these social media platforms or these dating sites, the algorithms work in the favor of your bil- your willingness to purchase uh, services under that platform to get noticed even more. And it's unfortunate yeah. that in today's world, relationships and relationship building is transactional.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah, yes.
2: to get noticed, you have to pay, so it's like pay to play.
0: I know, and I'm, I'm just getting fed up with dating sites, and I'm just, yeah, really considering just deleting them all. I'm over it.
2: I feel like dating sites are overrated, if you ask me. Um, I feel like it's important to get out into the world and to meet people naturally, um, yeah. as opposed to getting on an online site and just, I don't know, hooking up with a random individual and... possibility that they might want to Reconnect with you
1: Yeah
0: You know, it's it's just it's very unsettling Life just seems so uncomplicated these days Malcolm. you said uncomplicated or complicated Complicated with cancel culture on the rise shadow banning You know Freedom of speech going. How's True Social going for you?
2: Oh, it's delightful. It's really interesting, actually. Uh, I only mes- check it. maybe... Messaging...
0: I've been messaging the customer support. They still haven't got back to me.
2: I don't think it's... A, I think it's only going to be, for at least for now, an American-based application. Aww. I'm afraid to think, because the only person... That wants it to be an American-based application is the former president of the United States, mm. which which he respectively owns the platform. So, True. it is going to be rather interesting to see if, because you can see a, a lot of information that a lot of the things that Donald Trump talks about on this platform are normally spoken about online like a lot of the things he talks that's like his twitter now that's like his little gold mine he can't get banned on his own platform (laughs) so that's why he doesn't want to go back to twitter
0: oh that's fair enough you know Twitter's all cancer culture how's the uh buyout with elon musk going is that going to go ahead Oh, I
2: have not been following that news. I only imagine that. I mean, I haven't heard anything of him buying it, so I think he's still going through the legal battle. Which legal battle is a lengthy process, within of itself. Yes. So I only surmise that Elon is probably still got buyer's remorse, and that he's probably still blaming it on a bot's issue with regards to the lack of transparency of the uh, CEO of Twitter. Um, Through the business acquisition contract, so they're looking Mm. for any loopholes that they can find at the expense of um, Backing out of this deal, so I assume that he was just trolling America with saying that he wanted to buy Twitter Or maybe he wasn't the world may never know
0: Yeah, I think business-wise it'd be good for him to buy Twitter What makes you say that? Uh, Just make Twitter great again (laughs)
2: well can you really make something that has been I mean I guess you could make changes to user engagement on these social media Mm. platforms and make changes to the algorithms And I guess get rid of the bots but all of these social media companies are guilty for that like Instagram's guilty for that even though it's owned under Facebook Facebook's Mm. definitely guilty for that. Like, I mean, you have these platforms that have huge population of bots. And are they doing anything about it? Well, I don't think that's their top priority. Mm.
0: Well, it's like with Kansas, like Mark Zuckerberg was on the Joe Rogan experience as well. Did you watch it?
2: I don't really tune into media that often. So I did not...
0: Do you think it was a good idea for Joe Rogan to talk with Mark Zuckerberg?
2: Well, as long as the First Amendment stands, then I don't think it's a bad idea to to get your thoughts out there.
0: Yeah, I wasn't going to bother watching it.
2: So you didn't watch it
0: either? Nah.
2: No? Okay. What do you think was discussed?
0: Uh, Probably about all the bots issue and all that stuff. Or what you're hearing on the media these days. You know. But like it's it goes to show that. With, with cancel culture on the rise. And all shadow banning. I mean that's not cool. That is not cool at all.
1: Well
2: it's what happens when you decide to speak your, your thoughts. And big guys in the suits don't like it.
0: Yeah. You know. I think it's all to do with money and power as well. Money and power. Yeah, money and power these days, because that's what social media is. It's pretty much just another business.
2: It's a tool that people use to leverage their business. Hmm. So, I guess you could. I mean, it technically, a tech technicalities, it is a business. It's a company. They're companies. That allow people to monetize their their resources uh, their talents their their passions you know when Mm. Instagram was created in 2015 the creators initially didn't expect it to turn into a marketing uh, atmosphere they just expected it to be just a simplistic platform in which use its users can just Display photos and selfies about their life and in 2017 when they started to notice that the algorithms were changing and the way in which people were using the platform to boost their own life and depict their life in a certain way then so did businesses businesses eventually started to hop onto the platform and Creators and digital creators started to hop onto the platform as well and started to push their content out on that platform, thus now allowing for digital creators to monetize their content. And that happened around between two thousand eighteen to, to and two thousand twenty. In addition to the inception of platforms like fine Musically, uh, now TikTok, and to whatever else is to come following that. And then when you West have talk. those, I'm sorry.
0: Get on to Web Talk as well because that's what I'm using.
2: What's Web Talk?
0: It's like a, a social media, but uh, pays you with ad revenue, like monetizing. It's really good.
2: So you basically go on that platform and they monetize you for, for what specifically?
0: Posting, promote. You know how you promote your business, like on Facebook and all that? Mm hmm what that's what it's it, it does it's helped me do that
2: and what have you okay so what have you benefited off the platform so far
0: I've made uh, I made about seven dollars back it's, it's free as well I've grown my following quickly and I've found well that's where more my audience is on web talk rather than Instagram and Facebook that's just been my experience.
2: And through WebTalk, is it like another, does it function like another social media? Yes. There's a lot of those out there.
0: But at least it's paying, you know. At least you can make money off it. They share 10% ad revenue with their users.
2: 10% ad revenue, you say, huh?
0: Yeah, they. I think they're gonna start paying in Bitcoin soon, uh, but you can get paid from Stripe, PayPal, which is pretty good. I love it. So that's where I. That's where I. I am.
2: Okay, well that's good. <laughs> hey, more for you then. At that point, I mean, you can leverage that at the expense of continuing to grow your platform. You can get the word out there even more, especially now that you're on ubiquitous. Or well prominent platforms such as wisdom and it has a Mm. flourishing community so long as the demographic of who it is you that you're that you're appealing to on this platform web what did you say the web web talk let me send you a
0: link now in the chat yeah if you could please check it out so that's what it is because these social media companies uh like i said with cancel culture It's just being very difficult
2: difficult to put your content out there
0: yeah you get
2: noticed well are you doing any uh, campaigning no what's campaigning basically boosting your content by going on various other platforms and publishing your content or networking with other I guess creators in a way, Uh, so that way you gain uh, exposure, because your channel needs exposure and from exposure Mm. becomes uh, more traction in your channel. So a beneficial thing for you in your world would be to reach out to other content creators in that particular uh, web talk atmosphere. Um, and to collab with creators on that platform. Like I just started checking my messages on this platform because I'm rarely, very seldom am I, am, am I on here. And there are people that ask me, hey, um, do you want to do a talk? Do you want to collab? And I am kind of all put by that, but it's interesting. It's rather interesting. Plus, it allows you as the creator, because you are a creator, you're a content creator, you push content out there for your for your subscribers to expand mm. on your palette on uh, of information that you give to your followers and subscribers. And then it allows you to have more creative liberty over the content that you push out. So that's that's the best of both worlds. So you're, you're expanding your creative liberty, you're expanding your reach, you're expanding your demographics, and of course your monetization from your craft. So now you're benefiting at the expense of putting your content out there all at the expense of networking. Have you gone to any networking events, Stephen?
0: Uh, no, but uh, the way I collaborate is on Wisdom, because we're collaborating now.
2: Oh, uh, okay, okay. Got it, got it. So, that's the, so Wisdom is the only way, is, is, it was the only resource that you use, or tool that you use right now? Is that what you're saying?
0: Yeah, social audio. It's
2: been really good. What about audio, social audio apps like, uh, what is it, Podbean? Um, what is that other one? Clubhouse? And then I- yeah,
0: I was on Clubhouse. Uh, there's too many idiots on there.
2: What? What, <laughs> what do you mean?
0: Like they just talk like they think they know everything, but they don't.
2: I can understand that.
0: And you know, I looked in the pod, and they all—they <clears throat> all want money off you. So wisdom is is better for me.
2: Yeah, cuz I guess you're not having the the pressure of monetization on you.
0: Or at least at least I get gift cards to Amazon and that's what I love. That's monetize that's monetizing.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a way
0: it is monetization. Yeah, yeah, I can say that. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah, that's and Clubhouse. Good. Because if you're not popular on Clubhouse, they, again, they just bury you like you don't exist. And I'm fed up with it.
1: Well,
2: have you made any proactive attempts to uh, connect with people on Clubhouse? Or have you just gone into a room, kind of felt the vibe, and you were like, nah, this is not for me?
0: Yeah, went in the room, felt the vibe, and not, not for me.
2: Okay. Uh, have you... Maneuvered or manipulated the algorithm so that way you're only being provided content that you actually enjoy Like with music production. Have you gone into any rooms with music compositionists?
0: I tried to but uh, not enough uh, topics in that niche I found I did experiment with that there was a lot of um, Sports talk as well Uh, You know talking about sports, but, uh, they were doing it on Spotify Greenroom, but people just talk shit in sport, tour. like, where is the great, where is good, decent journalism these days, is what I'm trying to figure out, uh, with the rise of cancel culture, uh, you know, being cancelled, where is the uh, decency in Clubhouse these days to be able to provide good quality content is what I'm worried about. Where you worried about decency? Yeah, because on Clubhouse, I like go in a room, they talk about dating, right? And people talk like, people think that they're like a dating expert and they just talk rubbish, i found. So I, I, it's a toxic environment for me
2: i <laughs> I can understand where you're coming from because there is a little bit of monotony on that platform for when I have used it. Very seldom do I use platforms like that anyways, but I can understand your frustration nonetheless. So, how do you pivot from utilizing pa- platforms like that and going on platforms where you feel more comfortable? Well, simply um, repositioning yourself and, finding an audience on a platform that's suitable for you, which nowadays there's tons of different social audio platforms, one of which is one that we're on right now. So if this benefits you, that's good, because look, you found people such as myself and Mm whoever else you speak to on this platform that you can share your thoughts with on your own leisurely time. And now Mm -hmm. you have been on a show for an elapsed amount of 47 minutes to be specific because we've already done a 30-minute talk and I've already been on here for about Give or take, 30, 40, 45 minutes. Yeah, forty-seven minutes. Yeah, forty-nine. What are you?
0: What are you doing a show on wisdom next?
2: <sighs> um, I honestly don't know. I haven't really. You've been, been... very
0: quiet too. You haven't been doing much <laughs> podcasting on wisdom as well. What's happened?
2: Well, life. <laughs> so, I've I've been focusing more on my proactive efforts to, to to generate additional revenue outside of just the Wisdom app, in addition to you know, brokeraging contracts, um, none of which that yes. have came to fruition simply because of my lack of resources at this current moment. However, my ongoing efforts will inevitably pay off simply through networking with people that actually have influence in the field that I am currently pursuing, which in this case is real estate, in addition to also uh, financial advising Uh, advisement so it's really interesting and i have been preoccupied with my studies in addition to um self-recovery and just breathing because i i enjoy my alone time and my peace and the time that i get to spend with my loved ones so i think that it's important to sometimes take a step back and focus on you
0: yeah it's uh can you send me that real estate book for audible please
2: Actually, I can send it to you right now as we speak. Give me one second.
0: Now, but since COVID hit,
1: all networking events have been done online on Zoom. You know, and that's the thing with uh, technology
0: companies these days. I mean, Zoom did get quite popular during the pandemic. But little did I know that, uh, well, uh, social audio would have a cancel culture feel to it I guess and it's like well you know niching down on your audience and finding your community uh, through social audio uh, cool means. I just sent it to you Sweet. I'm going to look at it now and save it to my wish list you know I'm sorry you're cleaning no, it out man um, are you there? what, what were you saying? I'm gonna save it to my wish list on Audible.
2: Yes, I'm partial more. I'm is partially free? Here. I'm just in the in the vortex.
0: Yeah. How's the vortex going?
1: Vortex. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that's what it is, Malcolm. Life goes on. You know, it's all about uh, choosing where you want to be in that in the future of your life. But
0: you know, it's like cancer culture. You know, for instance, when I first found out about cancer
1: culture through uh, uh, Fox News. Okay, I was quite shocked that uh, you know. That this was going
0: on especially to to journalists oh thank god i can
2: finally hear you okay i only i heard like nothing that you said for about a period of two minutes i mean it was like you were in and out um so forgive oh, me
0: I, I think that's your internet
2: i was afraid you'd say that probably is
0: mm-hmm. so what's this book called who wrote this real estate book you know
2: um me. so the guy that wrote it is by money grind academy it's a really interesting and compelling book that's basically teaches the the really really basics down-to-earth basics can't really like not comprehend it uh with uh, about real estate and how you can when you do choose to get into the field of real estate leverage your knowledge at the expense of getting more out of real estate
0: so i'm on audible uh, how do i type it in what's the what's the name of it i'm on the app now um did you receive
2: the link that I sent?
0: Yeah, I can't, I, I, it's taking me to the website, but I'll try and open it in my app, so it's real estate. Yeah, who's the author?
2: <laughs> uh, the author is, or the publisher essentially, is Money Grind Academy.
0: Money, I don't know, I'll type in Money Grind Academy. Sounds interesting. Grind. And I've been noticing a lot of helicopters flying over lately.
2: Oh, boy. What does that mean?
0: Oh, God. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm fed up. 10 o'clock at night. I, I hear this helicopter flying. Oh, uh, man. All right. I found it. i saved it to my wish list. Looks good.
2: Yeah, it's really interesting. I, um... don't,
0: don't forget the Stephen Shields radio show is on Audible as well.
2: so then how can i subscribe
0: yeah i'll send you a link i'm very happy that the podcast is available on audible interesting very happy now it just feels good because it's the sense of achievement you know you know
2: that oh i have another i have another book for you
0: yeah what is it
2: um wait question do i sound um choppy like is my audio choppy because your audio is choppy on my end
0: <laughs> yeah i think it's
1: you
2: <laughs> all right well this is amazing um i'm just gonna cut it short and what i'll do is i'll send you some books I'll make sure that I send you all the necessary information after uh, over everything that we've discussed. But, Stephen, it has been a sincere honor and a pleasure to speak with you on your stage and on your show. I always wish oh, you the best. Awesome. Absolutely, man. Boy. You always, always have great conversations.
0: Yeah, check out my podcast, oh, the podcast on Audible as well. I'll just send it to you.
2: Yeah, please do. Okay, Um, let me see. I don't have it just – oh, here it is. Okay, great. Perfect. Cool. Let me see here. Let me open it up. It took me to the website.
0: Yeah. Okay. You'll
1: have to log in through the website.
2: It. Now it's making me log in through my Amazon. Ah, great. Yeah. All right. I'll do this off I'll right. do this behind um, uh, offline. But thank you yeah. very much, Stephen. I appreciate you, man. And I look forward to more discussions with you in the future. So you take care and have a wonderful rest of your day, okay?
0: You too, man. Take care. Bye. Alright, that was Malcolm. Always wonderful to have have Malcolm on the show as well. I'm going to finish it right there, guys. I'd like to say thank you to all my listeners on Wisdom. Please like, share, and subscribe to the Stephen Shields Radio Show. and Turn on your notifications wherever you get your podcasts. New podcasts are available every Friday at 6pm Sydney, Australia time. Bye for now.